Okay, good evening. Welcome to Mashiach Mystery Series. So in the previous weeks, we have been discussing about what Mashiach is all about, what the purpose of Mashiach is, and <clears throat> why it is so important to believe in Mashiach, why it is a yesoid, why it's so fundamental, why we have to await Mashiach. So we'll start this week discussing the process of Mashiach's coming. So we always start with the primary source of Mashiach and Halacha, which is the Rambam. So the Rambam tells us about both about uh, the identity of Mashiach and also about what the world is going to be like when Mashiach comes. And the Rambam makes it pretty clear, as we'll see, that both in regard to who Mashiach is and both in regard to what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, things are pretty much going to stay the same that they are now. There There are not necessarily going to be any great miracles. Rather, what's going to happen will be able to fulfill all of Torah mitzvahs. That's what's going to happen. All Jews will live in Eretz Yisrael, will be at peace with all the nations, will have, instead of being under the rule of foreign nations, instead Mashiach will be our king, he will rule over us. But other than that, don't expect any great miracles. So let's see inside what the Rambam says. Some interesting points he makes. So first, on top we have the Per Gidalef Halacha Gimel, <clears throat> the third halach in, in, in chapter 11 of the last, Hilchas Malachim, the last set of halachas in Rambam. He says, <laughs> Don't, He says, Don't, it, it shouldn't occur to you that Mashiach will have to make wonders and miracles and, and make new things in the world or resurrect the dead. No, that's not true. How do I know that, says Rambam? Because Rabbi Akiva, who is a great sage, one of the sages of the Mishnah, he was the personal, uh, I don't know how to, how to, how to translate Noise Kalev, he was like the personal assistant of Ben Kuziva Hamelech, who's also known as Bar Koichba. He would say, about Bar Koichba, that he was Melech HaMashiach. The Dima Hu And he, together with all the other sages of his generation, they all thought that he was Mashiach. And Shenarag Bavain until he was killed due to his own sins. Then Kivan Shenarag, Neidel Once he was killed, then they knew that he was not Mashiach. But here comes the punchline. The Chachamim didn't ask about Koichlova to make any miracles. So what do you see, says Rambam? You see that making miracles is not part of the criteria of Mashiach. Mashiach doesn't have to make miracles. And then the Rambam concludes with it with an interesting line, which seems a little out of place. He says, The main point is as follows. That this Torah, it's mitzvahs, are forever and ever. You can't add or subtract. So, the Ramam seems to be adding over here that not only shouldn't you think that Mashiach is going to make wonders or miracles, 
But furthermore, he's telling you, if you think that Mashiach has to make wonders and miracles, then somehow this is against the fact that Torah is everlasting. Something this is, this is like against the whole concept of the eternity of Torah, somehow. Somehow it's you're adding or subtracting from Torah. And seemingly, what's the connection, right? So, okay, maybe Mashiach has to make miracles, maybe he doesn't. What does it have to do with the uh, fact that Torah is everlasting? So that's a question that the Rebbe asks. So before we get to the answer, let's look at Perkyid Beis. Over here in Perkyid Beis as well, Rama makes the same point in regard to the era of Mashiach in general. He says, Al-Gal al-Halev, it shouldn't occur to you that in the days of Mashiach that the ways of the world are going to change. Or there'll be anything unique in creation. Rather, the world is just going to go its course. Now, now you're going to ask me, it says in Yeshaya, it says in the the Navi, the prophet says that the wolf will lie with the lamb and the leopard will crouch down with the kid goat. You should know, says the Ramah, all this is just a parable. And what's the parable? The whole concept is, is that the Jewish people, they'll be dwelling in, 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 in tranquility with all the Nations of the world, Hamashulam, Kazevinama, which are compared to a wolf and a leopard. And he goes on and so, so forth, so on and so forth. And the main point he says in the next halach is Amri Chachamim, Ein Ben Hailam Hazeli, Maisa Mashiach, Elashibud Malchis Balvad, that our sages say the only difference between this world and the days of Mashiach is the fact that now we are under the subjugation of the other nations, and when Mashiach will come, so then Mashiach will rule over us. Okay, so once again, the same point is that when Mashiach will come, it's not about wonders and miracles. So in other words, the way the Rebbe uh, defines it is that since Mashiach himself is not about wonders and miracles, therefore the era of Mashiach is not about wonders and miracles, right? One thing is dependent on the other. If Mashiach had to make wonders and miracles, so obviously in the era of Mashiach, there would have to be wonders and miracles, right? But since Mashiach and the whole era of Mashiach, it's not about wonders and miracles. So therefore, Mashiach himself doesn't have to make any miracles, and there, we don't have to. We shouldn't expect any miracles to happen when Mashiach comes. Now, of course, now of course, we have to point out that there are other opinions. There's the opinion of over here the Ravid and others who who disagree with the Rambam. They hold that there will be miracles when, when Mashiach comes, but. Right now, we're not going to get into that. We're just going to focus on the Rambam's opinion. Maybe another time we'll get into the other opinions and how they uh, and uh, the meaning behind them and explain the, the the difference of the opinions. Okay, but let's try to understand just this concept in general. The, why is the Rambam? Why is he focusing in, on this whole idea that Mashiach has to be a natural occurrence, right? And it can't break the laws of nature. Why? What's the problem? What's the big deal? He says you shouldn't, he keeps on telling us again, don't think that Mashiach has to make miracles. In Mashiach, there's not going to be miracles. Nothing's going to change. Why? So, we can understand the answer to, uh, to this is based on what, we, what we've been discussing the last couple of weeks. What, uh, based on how the Rambam defines what Mashiach is all about. So, in the famous Sicha and 
which is also in the Dvar Malchus that the Rebbe gave out on Tesla of Eor. So the Rebbe explains over there that the definition of Mashiach, according to the Rambam, is it's the time when we're going to have the Shleimos of Torah Mitzvahs. It's the time when we're going to have the ultimate perfection of Torah Mitzvahs. Since we'll have a king, well, he'll, uh, who's who's of the uh, who's a descendant of David Hamelech. He'll bring back the Malchus based David, the Davidic dynasty, and all he'll bring back all of the Jews to Eretz Yisrael, and through him we'll be able to have all of the mitzvahs, we'll be able to have Karbonis and, and Shemitah and Yovel and all these things. So that's the definition of Mashiach. So now the Rebbe takes us a step further. So this is a, this is the main point here, this paragraph here, this is part of that sicha. Now that we've defined the what's the whole idea of Mashiach, it's the fulfillment of the of mit, of the halachas, the mitzvahs of Torah, all the commandments of Torah, is oibsis oilal hadas. So if you'll imagine, that Mashiach has to make wonders and miracles or make new things in the world to to change the world, is So this is in contradiction to the fact that Torah is everlasting. So the Rebbe is speaking over here in, in, in very, very short over here, in like sort of shorthand over here. But I think what the Rebbe means is as follows. That now that we understand that the whole concept of Mashiach is that to make, to bring back the Shlemus, to bring back the ultimate perfection of Torah Mitzvahs, if you're going to tell me that Mashiach has to make wonders and miracles, what are you, t- what are you telling me? If that's also part of the defining quality of Mashiach, what are you telling me? You're telling me that in order to have the Shleimahs of Torah and Mitzvahs, you need to change the world. You need to have a miraculous world. You need to make wonders and miracles. That means the world the way it is cannot have the Shleimahs of Torah and Mitzvahs. That's what you're saying. You're saying that Mashiach, who's about the Shleimahs of Torah and Mitzvahs, he needs to make wonders and miracles. Otherwise, he's not Mashiach. Otherwise, he's not Mashiach. That means you're telling me these two things go hand in hand. That the only way to bring back the Shleimahs of Torah and Mitzvahs is through changing the world, through altering the course of nature. But that's not the point. The point of Torah and Mitzvahs is that the world, the way it is now, the world, the way it's operating according to the natural order, in this world we can have Shleimahs of Torah and Mitzvahs. In this world we can have Torah Mitzvahs, the way it is. So if a person is going to say that you have to change, the Mashiach has to change the world in order for, in order for that, in order to make that happen, the Rebbe is saying it's like bestira to the fact, to Nitzchia Satayra. What is Nitzchia Satayra about? The eternity of Torah. It's not just that, oh, if Hashem wants, He can make a miracle and change the world, and then we could be able to fulfill the Torah Mitzvahs. Nitzchia Satayra means that Hashem gave the Torah in this world, that we should be able to fulfill the Torah in this world the way it is. Then we have to change the world in order for it to make it happen. So if you say that you have to change the world, the Rebbe un- highlights the word, uh, word la'olam, it's a steer to the fact that the Torah is la'olam. And it looks like over here, the la'olam seems to have, the Rebbe seems to understand it in a double meaning. So the simple meaning of la'olam means that it's eternal. But it seems that the Rebbe is understanding it as la'olam, like to the world. In other words, you have to understand that ha-Torah is la'olam. It's to the world. 
In other words, the Torah, you, we can bring the Shalemus of Torah Mitzvahs in the world. We don't have to alter the course of nature in order for that to happen. So I think that seems to be the Rebbe's main point. And I think, in the, if you turn over the page, in the Hadron on the Rambam from Tavshin Memvav in 1986, I think the Rebbe explains this even more. Over there, the Rebbe focuses on Pergid Beis. On chapter, um, on, on chapter 12, where the Rambam talks about how the world is not going to change, but um, the world will be at peace. And the Rebbe asks, why is it so important for the Rambam to explain how the world is going to be at peace and will and uh, will be at peace with, with all the nations? Why does he need... He's like a whole... The whole paragraph is talking about that. How the whole world is going to be in such a state that will be able to fulfill all of Terramitzas. Why is that important? However it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Says the Rebbe, the point is like this. Look at Sif Yud. Over here the Rebbe takes it a step further. The whole concept of mitzvahs is to affect a person and affect the things in the world that you're doing the mitzvahs with that they should be in sync with the directives of Torah, with the heroes of Torah. That's the whole purpose of mitzvahs, that mitzvahs should change the world, that the world should be in sync with what Hashem wants. That's the whole concept of mitzvahs, that a mitzvah is supposed to affect the person in the world, that they should be in such a state that they are going to fit with the way mitzvahs should be fulfilled. When is that going to happen? That's the whole idea of Mashiach, that that's when the world is going to be in that state. That's when the world is going to be in this state. Meaning, not only won't there be any obstacles to fulfilling Terramitzvahs, the world itself will be in such a way that it will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem in order that we'll be able to fulfill the mitzvah of knowing Hashem in the most perfect way. So go to the last paragraph. Now we'll understand why the Rambam is is spending so much is expending so many words in describing how the world's going to be when Mashiach comes. Even though it seems like this description is just like a side thing that the Rambam is just describing. Um, that the world is going to be in such a state that we'll be able to have the fulfillment, the ultimate perfection of Terah Mitzvah. It just seems, it just seems like a side point. Okay, so it, that's how it's going to happen. The world will be in such a state that it's going to be different than the way it is now. So why is the Rambam being so mayrich? The fact that the world is going to be in such a state. This underscores the whole concept of the Shleimus of Torah Mitzvahs, that the whole purpose of Torah Mitzvahs is to affect the world, that the world should be in such a state. Therefore, knowing this concept, this is included in our Muna in Biyas HaMashiach. In other words, the Rebbe is explaining over here a little bit deeper what's the concept of the Shleimus of Torah Mitzvahs. Shleimus of Torah Mitzvahs doesn't mean, oh, it just it technically it's going to happen, the Mashiach will come, so then now the world will suddenly be in such a state 
that uh, will be able to fulfill all of Torah mitzvahs. It's more than that. The whole concept of B'yas Mashiach, this is the ultimate goal of what Torah mitzvahs are accomplishing. Torah mitzvahs are refining the world, they're elevating the world in such a way that eventually the world will come to a state that it will suddenly, it will be in sync with what Hashem wants. It will be in sync with Torah mitzvahs. So now, yeah, if you're going to tell me that when Mashiach comes, yeah, what's his whole, what, what's he going to do? He's going to suddenly make wonders and miracles and suddenly everything's going to change. So basically, what are you telling me? You're saying basically everything, all of our Torah mitzvahs that we did throughout Golas and everything, we didn't really accomplish much, yeah? We didn't really accomplish our goal, right? Mashiach needs to come along and he needs to alter creation and change the world and make miracles and only then is the world going to be in a state that 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 it's in sync with Torah mitzvahs. That's totally missing the point. The whole point is is that through doing Torah mitzvahs, throughout Golos, throughout exile, and throughout all the generations, we are elevating the world slowly but surely until eventually the world is going to come to a state that now it's in sync with Torah mitzvahs. Well, just to point out, I think now we can understand what the Rebbe spoke in Tashin Nun Aleph, in 1991, how the fact that the, the fall of communism, that was one thing the Rebbe spoke about, the fall of communism, this is one of the major signs that Mashiach is, that the world is ready for Mashiach. So, of course, it was a big miracle, right? How it happened and the fact that it happened, and of course, it's amazing that now there's freedom of religion. Why is, why is that the sign? This, this is the sign. This is now we see the world is ready for Mashiach. What do you see? That's the whole idea. Because what's the whole idea of Mashiach? The whole idea of our Avoid and Gullus is that we're, we're refining the world, we're elevating the world, that the world should be in sync with Torah Mitzvahs. Now, the world is in such a state that there's almost not a single place in the entire world where it's not possible to fulfill Torah Mitzvahs. So, of course, Mashiach is, right, is not yet revealed and he hasn't yet built the Beis HaMikdash and not all the Jews are living in Eretz Yisrael in such a way that we're able to fulfill all of the mitzvahs. But the very fact that the world, in a very natural way, right, this is it's like a normal thing, freedom of religion, that's normal. The world, so to say, it changed in a natural way that now the whole world is open to the concept that Jews can fulfill Torah mitzvahs. So what does that mean? One plus one equals two, that the world is now ready for Mashiach, that's what Mashiach is all about. That the world should be in such a state, naturally, that it's ready for the Shleimus of Torah Mitzvahs. So, that seems to be the, the, the Rambam's idea. Now we can understand another thing, right? Now we can understand another thing. That in the other Sikha and the Malchus, in Chelech of Zion, In um, and so over there the Rebbe talks about this whole concept that well the Ramam says that there's not going to be any miracles but at the end of the day you find many different sources in Chazal where it talks about there's going to be miracles it talks about what yeah about the miracles of Yemais Mashiach right and all these things okay and a lot of these things you can't explain that they're going to be just like a, a mushal v'chida. You can't just explain is this going to be an analogy, a parable. 
right? For example, Trias HaMesim, yeah? It's going to be the resurrection of the dead, right? So it's not an analogy, right? This is one of the Rambam himself says this is one of the Yud Gimelech This is one of the foundations of our faith. And there's other things that it's clear that it's not, uh, there are not a marshal. It talks about, uh, uh, talks about uh, the Ilon Esrak, right? The, 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 the trees which are not fruit-bearing, right? They're going to, right? They're going to bear fruit, right? So, once again, how's the Rambam going to explain that? So, based on this whole idea, the Rambam explains that the idea is like this. Look at the Sifid base. It goes from left to right. Yeah, it says, Now we can understand the Rambam's approach to all the different regarding the Nebuahs of Mashiach. So any any prophecy that uh, any thing that our sages or, or that the the Nevi'im say that talks about Mashiach himself was erveton was anything that he personally is going to do or anything that he's going to affect in the world as a result of his coming learned the Rambam as he's eating from so the Rambam understands all those things, anything that's directly related to Mashiach. The Rambam says that's not changed, that's not altering the course of, of nature. And that's why he explains that what does the Pasuk mean with Gozevim Kevis? So, in other words, if you look in the Nevu of Yeshaya there, so it talks about first There's going to be a branch that's going to come out from the from the from the uh, from the a descendant of Yeshai, in other words, Mashiach, and then it talks about Vegozevim Kevis will be a the wolf will lie with the lamb. So, since Vegozevim Kevis is coming as a as a Hemshech, as a direct continuation of the Navi talking about Mashiach, the Rambam holds. That it can't be that it can't. This can't be. This can't be a. a, a it can't be a miracle. It must. It must be a muscle. However, the last paragraph. Yeah, However, those psukim, those voices and those statements of our sages, well, which are not directly talking about Mashiach and his coming, they're not. It's no vegan divorce, viudim, but velen zain lasa lavei. It's talking about different prophecies, other things that are going to happen when Mashiach comes. Kailu diayben dumante vishpati chayiram in oretz, like he talks about, there'll be uh, all the wild animals, wild beasts will be uh, removed from the from the earth. Umemorid azal hanal as aglon israka sidim liyasayz and peiros, and the fact that the non fruit bearing trees will will bear fruit. Is the Rambam talking about fire? Says he's saying, "And it came Moshe like a pshutim." The Rambam has no problem explaining that it's going to happen literally. And it's going to happen at some later period. Otherwise, like this, the problem is not that there can't be miracles. There could be miracles when Mashiach comes. Rambam's not against miracles, right? Miracles have always happened. They'll continue to happen. There'll be even more miracles after Mashiach comes. The point is, is that they are not tied in to Mashiach himself and anything that's going to happen as a result of the fact that Mashiach himself is coming. After Mashiach comes, other things will happen. There'll be Tchiyas HaMesim, that's a whole other concept, the resurrection of the dead. It doesn't directly relate to Mashiach. Because again, the, the, the whole idea that the Rebbe is bringing out over here is Mashiach, you can't say that Mashiach has to make miracles. Because Mashiach is about Shleim Mashiach is about bringing back 
Malchus Beis David, and bringing back the Shalemus of Torah So therefore, that cannot be connected with miracles, as we discussed. But there could be other miracles that are going to happen. There could be other miracles that are going to happen at some later point. That's not a stira to to the fact that the Nitz case of Torah is not a contradiction to B'Ezel Mashiach. So that's the so that's the Rambam's approach, the way the Rebbe explains it. That anything, any nevuah, anything that do, relates directly to Mashiach, so the Rambam explains it as a mushal, as a parable. But anything that doesn't do, directly relate to Mashiach, so the Rambam says, let's we can explain it as a in the literal sense. Right about right. What about Mashiach? They have to smell. That's a miracle, yeah. So the Ravid actually, the Ravid brings that, uh, the the Ravid brings brings up that uh, that question on the Rambam, right? The Rebbe talks about it in the in the footnotes on the Sicha and Chilah Um I don't remember on top of my head. The Rebbe deals with that, yeah. But it could be the Rambam. He had a he 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 went with Yerushalmi as opposed to the Bavli, something something like that. Okay, now so here comes an interesting thing that. So based on this whole idea that the Rambam's whole approach that Hamashiach has to come in such a way that it's, uh, so to say, it fits in the natural order, that we're elevating the world in a natural way and making that the world in and of itself should be in sync with Torah. So it's understood that obviously this has to happen in, it has to happen in a progression, right? It can't be just one day, right? So Mashiach is just going to show up and suddenly everything is going to change, right? That also is against the whole, even if, let's say, a miracle, like it's not literally going to happen, right? Um, but the very fact that uh, one day, let's say, Mashiach is going to show up and suddenly, okay, everybody close up shop now. We're just going to do at what the Rambam describes is going to happen when Mashiach comes, that... Um, yeah? All we're going to do is sit and learn about Hashem, right? So obviously, if you can imagine such a thing happening, that would be like the biggest, that'd be like the biggest miracle, right? Even though it didn't technically alter any laws of creation. So says the Rebbe, this concept of knowing Hashem also, so to say, had to come in a progressive way. So how did it come in a progressive way? The Rebbe is saying, we're ready for Mashiach, right? It's here. So how did it happen? Gileach Siddis. The fact that Siddis was revealed and uh, and the fact that now there's so many people who are learning about Hashem, Wadasas Hashem, so now this is, so to say, preparing the world for that state of Lo Hashem of only knowing Hashem. So that's what the Rebbe says. This is a footnote in Sicha and Chelek Lamed, Volume 30 of the Kutte Siches, Yutes Kislev, for the footnote 29. The Rebbe is referring specifically, um, um, the Rebbe relates this to what the Ramam says that before Mashiach will come, there'll be a Navi who will come and prepare the Jewish people for Yemaisa Mashiach. Because without this preparation, to ch- like to, to change the world in such a drastic way, suddenly, this is like changing the natural course of the world. The Ramam holds that the world has to follow the natural course. 
So the Rebbe relates this in the Sikha. I didn't quote the whole Sikha over here. Talani Chsidis. The Rebbe says that's why we have to. That's one of the reasons why we have to learn Chsidis. Because besides for the fact that we have to learn Chsidis, because we have to learn Chsidis now, because that's preparing the world for world for Mashiach. Because again. The whole idea of Mashiach is that, not that it's going to come, so to say, as a new thing that's uh, superimposing upon the world, that now we're changing the world in order that it should be in, in sync with the Torah Mitzvahs, with Torah Mitzvahs. Rather, the whole concept of Mashiach is that the world is being elevated, so to say, in a natural way, that the world in and of itself, in a natural way, is ready for Mashiach. And that's why we have to learn Chassidus, and that's why we have to spread Chassidus, in order that we should be ready, that the world should be ready that when Mashiach comes, we're like, okay, this is what we're waiting for. This is what we've been doing. This is what we're, uh, we're preparing for. We should be zoicha, that we should taka be Mashiach, should taka reveal himself immediately and take us out of Golas. And we should have lo ye'esek kola'ilam kula'ilam 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 kula'il